Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the audio interview series brought to you by GeneBookNerd.com. This is Mark with the Gene Book Nerd crew. How you guys doing? Thanks for checking this out. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, so in this interview, we had a long, in-depth talk with Paul Scanlon, who is a, a CEO and co-founder of Legion M. It's an entertainment production company that works on all kinds of cool things. Um, it, it's a one-of-a-kind business. I only knew a little bit about it before I got to talk to Paul himself, a really great guy. Um, he really, really took me to school on what Legion M is, what it's about. Um, so check it out. It, it's a lengthy interview, about 30 minutes, but uh, very, very interesting if you're into uh, into the entertainment business and whatnot. Really worth checking out. Um, their website is legionm.com. We'll touch on a little bit more after that. So let's start up the interview machine and get to it. Hey guys, Mark with GeneBookNerd.com here. We're talking with Paul Scanlon, who is the CEO and co-founder of Legion M. It's actually a fan-owned uh, production company. And, you know, I, I could sit here and, and talk to him blue in the teeth, but Paul, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I, I, I can only imagine you're a very busy guy, and so it, it means a lot for you to uh, call in and, and talk with us about Legion M. Now, can you tell us what Legion M is? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, you did a pretty good job describing it. I mean, we are a fan-owned entertainment company, and what that means is we're literally, from the day from day one, from the time we started the company, we're owned by fans, and we're allowing fans to own the company and our our whole philosophy around this is that we think an entertainment company should be owned by fans and not wall street um and it's not to say that wall street you know isn't a viable investor or any of those things and uh you know a lot of our the largest entertainment companies we have are owned by wall street today Mm -hmm. and you know they for the most part do a pretty good job uh and we're fans of them but we just believe that an entertainment company that's owned by fans uh, can be differentiated. And um, and what that means is that if we're owned by fans, we, you know, we can do more than they can do. Uh, right now, I think we all would all agree that most of the, the largest entertainment companies are kind of stuck in a cycle of reboots and sequels <laughs> and all those things, which is great and it's fine. And, you know, we all celebrate those franchises and happy to see the next Star Wars movie or Marvel right. uh, Cinematic Universe uh, film come out. But, you know, we believe that entertainment should be more than that. And we're worried that, you know, without new original IP, um, you know, they, uh, the industry is being starved of uh, creativity. Right. Um, so anyway, our, our goal is to unite fans together to co-own uh, what we think could be, you know, one of the greatest entertainment companies on the planet. And our, our we call it Legion M, and a lot of people ask us, what does the M stand for? And if you look at our logo, our M has a bar over it, which is the Roman numeral for one million. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, our goal is to, is to unite one million fans together uh, to co-own an entertainment company. And uh, if you think about it, um, right now the average investor puts about $500 in Legion M. We don't want anyone putting their life savings. We warn everyone that this is a, you know, this is a, a high risk investment, but potentially high reward if we're successful. Right. It's a startup. 
But if we're able to unite one million people, and we really feel like we can, and that average stays the way it is, we'll have $500 million to invest in projects that have a million fans emotionally and financially invested in our project. That could be one of the most influential entertainment companies on the planet. And so, you know, two years ago, we started the company with that goal in mind. And we're happy to report that, you know, two years later, we've had two record-breaking rounds of finance. Uh, we've had multiple projects uh, hit the market, some that are uh, still queuing up to hit the market. We've got many new announcements that we're making. We've united over 35,000 people. It's been amazing. And we've really, I think, in that time period, we've seen the value of uniting fans together. That it, it really is. It's not just about the money, right? The money is one, right. it's literally just one aspect of it. But the power that comes from having that community that can get behind your project and that can add value to the project in production, all those things, yeah, we're we're more bullish now than we were two years ago. <laughs> well, after a couple of years of success, I I, I would hope so. Um, and congratulations on the continued growth. It looks like there's no stopping you guys. I I, I do want to I do want to ask since you guys are are one of a kind, which means you, this hasn't been done before. Um, well, let me back up. Has it been done before and it wasn't successful? Or are you guys the first that you know of? We're the first that we know of, and you know, and a, and a lot of people don't realize this. I mean, the main reason why it hasn't been done before, in fact, uh, Stan, Stan Lee, you know, the, the co-creator of the Marvel Universe, mm -hmm. is quoted as saying, Legion M is such a good idea, he wishes he had thought of it. And uh, <laughs> Stan's been great. He's a huge advocate of ours. But, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is, that up until two years ago, when we started the company, legally, if you wanted to go out and go to fans and do crowdfunding with equity, you weren't allowed to do it. So, you know, Kickstarter and Indiegogo and all these crowdfunding phenomena, you know, has occurred. But what people don't realize is that none of those companies have legally been allowed to sell shares. You can sell t-shirts or coffee mugs or ask people to make donations, but you can't sell shares, or you weren't allowed to sell shares okay. up until two years ago. So literally, there was a thing, um, an act that went before Congress to upgrade and update our securities laws, because, you know, they, they had just become outdated, that, you know, if you wanted, the only people allowed to legally invest in startups are what the SEC defines as an accredited investor. Right. So that means they already have a million dollars in net um, value, not including their home or or net worth, not including their home, or they make over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. So this is the top three percent, the wealthy, what we call the wealthy elite. So in an economy that's dominated by startup growth, the only people legally allowed to invest in startups are people who are already wealthy. So, I mean, it was a, it was really an example of how the system has been rigged yeah. for so many years. And so, you know, of course, there was a, some public outcry and, you know, we had the Occupy Wall Street movement. We had all these things. And, you know, one of the outcomes was an upgrade to our securities laws to say, that's not fair. And anyone should be allowed to invest in startups. It needs to be SEC regulated. 
so that you know people don't get taken advantage of. Right, right, of course. But there's no reason why uh, the average investor or the average person shouldn't be allowed to invest in startups, assuming that they, you know, do their research and understand the risks. And so, mm-hmm. you know, with Legion M, we go way out of our way to make sure that everyone that's investing in Legion M understands that this is not like buying, you know, shares on the NASDAQ or New York Stock Exchange, but it is, you know, it is a worthwhile opportunity. And, you know, and, uh, we, we warn people not to invest their life savings, as I mentioned before. You know, the minimum investment is $100, so it's not like venture capital where you need millions of dollars if you want to play. Well, thank goodness uh, for that. You know, yeah, and we, uh, we also allow people to join for free, and we're super transparent about everything. You know, and our, we have audited financials, and we share all of our, um, all of our uh, expenses and our income, and all that stuff gets... Uh, it's shared publicly. So we're in a way we're like a little mini IPO, but it allows us to unite fans together at the very early, like at the ground floor uh, and let them participate because, you know, to be honest, that's where they can add the most value. I mean, if you go buy shares in Disney and you're going to go see their movies, that's not going to really move the needle for Disney. Right. I mean, they don't care. And for the most part, you know, there probably are some fans that own Disney stock, but most of the stock is owned by, you know, Wall Street, right, hedge right. funds and different things like that, uh, mutual funds. And uh, in our case, we literally, we just, on day one, like our first major round of financing came from fans. And what that means is, like, we have co-owners in the community and we're a community. We see the company First and foremost, as a community, we're all really well connected online. We have a Facebook group. We have forums. We have meetups all around the country. We get together. We go see our films. We go see other films. You know, it's a, it's like an experience. You know, we had a big uh, a big presence at Sundance this year, where where one of our films was was accepted into Sundance, and uh, we're super proud to report ended up being one of the best reviewed films at Sundance and just got a four minute standing ovation at uh, Cannes Film Festival. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's our film Mandy starring Nicolas Cage uh, that's coming out in the fall. I've heard of that and uh, I knew it was doing very well. Before we jump into into your upcoming projects, I am kind of curious with this never having been done before, was this an idea you guys had kind of just milling around in your heads and then as soon as you were able to, you were able to jump on it? Or is this something you guys thought of after the the changing in the laws and you guys would be able to do it? I mean, where does an idea like this come from? Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's, it's a great question. And the answer is, like, it was a little bit of both. So Jeff Anderson, my co-founder, he and I started uh, Legion M. We also started another company 18 years ago called Moby TV. And we had direct experience when we were raising our seed capital for that company and going out to friends and family, you know, to try to get it started. We were leaving our job and we, it was a, uh, a tech company that became a media company. Now, we had friends and family, like literally brothers and sisters, that wanted to invest in our company. And we thought, oh, that's great. You know, not a lot of money, but like $5,000, $10,000 here. To, because they believed in us and thought that we would create something successful. But when we went and met with the lawyers, we uh, they quickly told us that, hey, that's not allowed. 
and you know we tried to explain like well this is you know these are our siblings (laughs) you know it it, people don't realize that the law is the law and it doesn't matter how well you could be you know your best friend it doesn't matter they're legally not allowed so we had to give those people their money back and we paid them a little bit of interest and we, we had only had the money for like a couple of weeks or maybe like two months before we realized and had to had to give it back to them so it wasn't really that big a deal but then we went on the people that were accredited investors were allowed to participate we ended up raising venture capital we grew a massive company with you know offices around the world became one of the market leaders and streaming media won an emmy award and we had all this success but the people that like probably would have benefited the most weren't allowed to participate it just felt right. so strange to us and so it became something that personally aware of. And when the Jobs Act was put forth before Congress in 2012, we started tracking it pretty closely and then ultimately became evangelists for it. And literally on the day that these new rules were available, we launched our company. Actually, we had announced our company a couple months prior in March. And then in May, when the rules became available, we opened up our first round. So it, it was a long time coming then. So I, it, <laughs> it was a long time. Yeah, it started 18 years ago, having kind of <laughs> you know the eye-opening experience of wait, that's not fair. Yeah, that seems weird. And then following the Jobs Act, and then you know for us, we literally we think the Jobs Act and this whole new trend in investment is good for any industry. And we think it's good for the economy. And as long as entrepreneurs and investors are both responsible and not taking advantage of, uh, of the situation and not being, you know, acting in good faith and being transparent and all those things, we, we believe this is ultimately a really good thing for the United States and for the economy in general. We think it's an amazing once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the entertainment industry. There's no other industry that quite compares when you think of the value of having fans as investors. Really, entertainment is its 100% driven by the fans. It's one of the things about the industry that we feel like, and have felt this way for a while, being fans ourselves, that you know the industry kind of deprioritizes the fans. I mean, yeah. fans drive the industry, and of course, you know, content is created for the fans. But for the most part, fans have been kind of on the outside looking in. And, you know, there's this huge wall around the industry. So we, we call it opening the gates to Hollywood. We think there's incredible, incredible value to inviting fans in to not just be on the same side of the table, but to really, like, get involved. You know, we've already seen the value in that. Like, our investors, you know, we have some investors. I would describe as maybe passive investors, but most of our investors aren't passive at all. They're very actively involved. And when we show up at Sundance or we show up at, you know, a Comic-Con, they come out, they help us out. They might participate in, you know, all the uh, events and things that we're doing. They're organizing their own meetups. When our films come out, we do something. We have a meetup maker where we publish all the showtimes. We just did this with our film, Bad Samaritan, where you know, it went out into over 2,000 theaters in the U.S. And mm-hmm. so we had volunteers organizing meetups where they'd get their friends and family and other Legion M uh, members of the community together to go see the film together. And it's, a, it's great fun. It's really a great experience for them and for all of us. But it's also good for business. 
you know, to, right. to, to do that. And so, yeah, we feel like we've, we've tapped into something special where we, um, we don't have a term for it, but I feel like we found this opportunity and within Legion M, what we're discovering is that so much of what we do has this dual benefit where it's really fun and enjoyable and like you'd want to do it anyway, but it's also good business. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, it, it has this dual benefit that I think makes it, you know, extra special. And it's also, I think what makes it extra valuable. In some cases, if you invest money in something, that's it. You just invest in it and you, you never do with it. That would be what, what you refer to as a passive investor. But you guys actually give the yep. opportunity, and you did say some people volunteer and take it upon themselves, but that ability to participate in anything beyond just investing probably feeds the fire a lot. Am, am I correct in saying that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the way we look at it is we call it total ROI, return on investment. There's the financial ROI, and that's a really important component to us because we're not like Kickstarter or Indiegogo where, you know, you made your contribution, you get a T-shirt or a coffee <laughs> mug, and you're happy. You know, in our case, if you made a $100 investment, our goal is to make that $100 investment worth a lot more than $100, right? right? And and the shares are ultimately tradable. Like, you can trade these shares. Like, you can sell them to, to uh, someone else at some point. And they, you know, if we're successful and building value in the company, they go up in value. Right. But there's another component of it that's super important to us, what we call emotional ROI. And the emotional ROI is you're on the ground floor of a movement in the entertainment industry that is doing amazing things, that is creating films that get into Sundance, go on to Cannes, get a four-minute standing ovation, and you're playing a role in making that happen. We do something, our production credit is actually a photo mosaic of all of our investments. And so that, whenever possible, that gets put into our production. So this film, Mandy, has a photo mosaic of all of our investors. And so oh, wow. if you're an investor, you get to participate at that level. It doesn't take any, it doesn't cost you anything extra, and it doesn't take anything away from the value of the shares that you bought. So that it's really, it's a cumulative thing. You know, like a lot of people, like we did a, we had a presence at Sundance this year. One thing that I want to point out is that when we do these activations, we bring sponsors in to help us pay for them. So it's not like we're taking the, the funding that we get and that we should be putting towards projects and operating the company and we're throwing these lavish parties. Mm -hmm. I mean, we bring in sponsors and we, you know, we had some great sponsorship uh, support for our, our Sundance activation. At Sundance this past year in January, we took over a venue on Main Street for the first four days of Sundance. It was right next to the Egyptian Theater. It's a great venue called Red Banjo Pizza. We gave away pizza and <laughs> beer. The beer was donated by Corona, so we had two pallets of beer to give away. <laughs> and for our membership and like people that are a part of the Legion, they, A, you know, might have had on their bucket list for years. They always wanted to go to Sundance. But this year, not only did they get to go to Sundance, they went to Sundance. They had a lounge to hang out with and meet other people and like they had a like a community or a family there, mm -hmm. right? And they had a film there. And that film had Nicolas Cage in it, who brought Vince Neal, and they got to go to the premiere, you know, party, because we hosted the party at the Red Banjo. So, and we did a private part of that party with just our membership. 
it's not just the bucket list got checked. It's like we checked it in a like probably the most extraordinary way. Yeah. I mean, it, and the thing is, like we were able to do that not because they they contributed and that money went to pay for that experience. They bought shares. Creating and hosting that experience is adding value to the company and to the to our film that got into Sundance. So it was you know all these things are benefiting us, and the fact that we had so many people at Sundance this year talking about our film is benefiting us. So we're creating these experiences for our investors and they're thanking us and we're thanking them, you know, for coming out and supporting the film and being at Sundance and helping it have the kind of debut that it had there. That sounds incredible, and, and I mean, that sounds fantastic, that as it should be, both parties are thankful of each other's participation. Now, yeah. we've started talking about some of your projects. We're talking about Mandy. Again, congratulations on the success of, at, at the film festival that I'm having. I'm looking forward to checking that out myself when it comes into wide release later this year. You guys also just had Bad Samaritan come out that starred David Tennant, and I heard great things yep. about that film as well. Um, going back... Yep. thank you. The first project of yours that I, I saw was actually Colossal with Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis in it. Yeah. That I saw the trailer for that, and I thought, well, that's a pretty unique take. And then uh, it, it's a monster movie uh, to some, you know, yep. some account. And when I watched it, I was blown away by how different it was. It was a fantastic movie. Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis together were fantastic. Their performances were fantastic. Yep. And it just seems that since then, your guys' projects, as you said earlier, they're all new. You know, they're not the same recycled stuff. They're not reboots. They're something new. They're something different, which I think is why people are really responding to them. That just makes me super excited about what you guys are working on and what's coming up. Beyond that, are, are you, I believe you guys are also going to be doing stuff with TV and, and maybe even VR as well. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, yeah, Colossal, all the credit goes to Nacho Vigalondo. You know, and what, one of the things, and he's the writer and director of Colossal, and really, you know, for us, he's like one of the next Guillermo del Toro's of mm -hmm. our industry. The guy is just supremely creative. And what we loved about Colossal, it was one of our first projects, the first big project that we announced. And what we love about it is it's wildly original. Yeah. It's the type of film that really deserves to be made, and we're happy to report made um, many of the top 10 films of 2017. You know, I think it's the type of film that honestly, if the trend keeps going in the direction that it's going, will be harder and harder to make. And it's what we want to stand for. Yeah. Like that movie has been, people love it. And it, you know, and, and it was great performances and it was, it was a statement in, in a way. We were really fortunate because we were able to make a statement with that film. Like, this is what we want Legion M. This is a prime example, a prototype for what we want Legion M to represent. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, being able to partner with Dean Devlin, who's one of the biggest producers ever, yeah. uh, but on an independent film, independently, you know, produced and distributed and working with David Tennant. We've been, you know, we feel really grateful to the amount of support, the reception that we've had from Nacho and Dean Devlin and, you know, Stan Lee and Kevin Smith and Guillermo del Toro. I mean, you know, these people, they all believe in a fan-owned entertainment company. I mean, because, you know, they're fans themselves, and they and they get it. So one of our projects, you asked, uh, we have a VR project, and it's kind of fan-oriented. We call it Icons Face-to-Face. -face. It's about 
creating these experiences with an icon, a living icon of our generation. We, we shot the pilot episode with Stan Lee. And, you know, Stan's, Stan's getting up there. He's 95 years old. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to sort of capture the essence of Stan Lee while he's still, you know, vibrant and with us. And we do that in such a way, we, we actually uh, sort of engineered our a little bit of our own technology to do this. We capture the icon in the absolute highest resolution possible. And we use two 8K cameras oh, wow. uh, in a nodal setup in a really tight frame. We have that icon, in this case, uh, Stan Lee, interviewed by his close and dear friend, Kevin Smith, in Stan Lee's home. Stan Lee has like a party room at his house. It's like his man cave. Yeah, naturally. And so we did it in, in his man cave, which is by, just by itself, just being, you know, shooting that would be fun. Yeah. But having Kevin Smith interview him, we brought Stan Lee's wife, uh, his beloved wife, who sadly, just shortly after the, uh, the um, shooting, uh, passed away. So we have this amazing footage, and the idea is, you know, today when we publish that, you know, we can only publish it at a certain resolution because that's what the VR um, technology supports. But we know ultimately the VR technology will 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 catch up to what we were able to capture, and what we've captured, what we capture in an Icons episode, is we are capturing at the resolution that the human eye can perceive. So we are ultimately creating these time capsules with icons so that 50 years from now, someone can literally be in the room with that person as if they were there. And to their eye, it's indistinguishable whether it's real life or or captured. That's amazing. That's really planning for the future right there. Yeah, so we shot the pilot episode, but our goal is, you know, we'd like to shoot many of them. Right. And so we're out talking to uh, partners, you know, with a lot of Legion M productions, like especially with this one, where we'd like to bring in like a big partner to, you know, to do like 10 to 15 of these a year and build up a library so that we can we can have it. I mean, the the reality is we have the technology today to capture it. Right. So capturing Stan Lee, that has value. And, and one of the things that uh, we're also trying to make smart financial moves, you know, because people are investing in us. And we feel like the VR world, uh, we're big believers in it. And we think that there's a huge future in virtual reality. And But it's still taking a while to develop. It's not mainstream yet. Yeah. And so we want to invest in things that are going to have lasting shelf life or lasting value. And, you know, that's a lot of the content that's being produced today, you know, will look like black and white television in a couple of years. <laughs> you know, and we'll be interested in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, VR has already come a long way in just the past couple of years since they have started making newer headsets. Oh, yeah. Um, exactly. That, that's exactly right. Yep. And yeah, so we're excited about it. You, you said that this was the pilot. Now, this isn't available yet, right? You guys are just kind of using this to get other people interested. No, we, haven't, we have it in the can, and uh, we've stitched together. There's some technology involved with kind of stitching it together because we create like a 360 view and we've done uh, a few uh, minutes of it but we're we're out talking to partners about creating a franchise and then distributing you know this would be one of the first episodes but we would have multiple episodes behind it okay 
So that's something we can still look forward to then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're making investments. You know, we've got that on the table, basically. This is That's one we're pretty excited about. Yeah, again, that's another innovation. You guys are, are going where, where nobody's gone. Also, you know, it's the type of thing that it can be fan-powered, too, to a certain degree. Like when we did the Stan Lee interview, a lot of the questions that Kevin Smith asked came from our co-owners. You know, we put oh, it out yeah. to our co-owners. We did a live stream from the set, and people were able to, you know, go behind the scenes and find out what was happening. And, but we also let our, our Legion uh, members and community uh, contribute to who should be the next icons and who else should we be talking to and who are the biggest icons and then letting them vote on that. These are things that are ordinarily, you know, you'd have to go out and do the research or whatever, but having fans as co-owners, you know, they want to have a voice and to a large degree that that kind of, that kind of input and some, some of the questions that we asked were so creative and smart it was amazing having our, our community contribute in that way. Yeah, that sounds that sounds incredible. This is just another another perk you would get for going and investing. I mean, it's just not that you know, like you said, a, a bucket list of, of getting the chance to go to Sundance and having the chance yeah. to have that pizza party and whatnot as the premiere. But you don't have to go out and get a uh, a, a group of people and ask questions because you already have those yeah. fans as part of your company. You just put out a call. Boom! You get answers from people that that really care about what you guys are doing. Now, if That's I'm not exactly right, Mark, it, it, if... exactly right. And uh, you had mentioned um, uh, earlier that we've got some TV projects, and and that's true. Yeah, we, you know, we're not only investing in just film and VR, but we're also got multiple TV series uh, in development. Some of which we've already uh, announced in our on our are on our website under our uh, project page, but. If I'm not mistaken, Paul, there's actually an opportunity right now. You guys actually have an open window right now to actually invest in Legion M. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not allowed to like talk about the details, but there is a, a round open uh, at the moment. Yes. Okay. And yeah, uh, actually, if you go to our website, Legion M, you can you can find an information about it as well. Okay, and, and and once again, guys, that's legionm.com. I've been there myself. You have links, you have information, you have everything you need to learn even more about this fantastic company, the opportunity they provide, and their slate of projects, which which I'm looking forward to myself, personally. Paul, Paul thank you so much for, for your time today. Is there anything else you would like to tell anybody out there? First of all, thank you, Mark, for having us. We, oh, my pleasure. We really appreciate your interest and uh, your support. Uh, yeah, I think if you go to legionm.com, we've got more information than, uh, and we keep, you know, one thing that we like to do, we love to communicate and we love to share what we're doing and what's going on. And, uh, we're fully transparent about everything. And, um, our website, if you go to legionm.com and you scroll down, you can see kind of a running, basically a diary of everything that we're working on and what we're doing. And, you know, what we found is that a lot of people that are either, interested in you know they're fans of entertainment or they want to know how things work um you know it's a great way to learn it's almost like an education in entertainment because you know as we go through the process we talk about why we shot the pilot and how we did this and what happens next and who are we talking to and what does that deal look like and what about this script we bought we have a reading club where we read uh, the last one we had we actually read a script we don't call it a book club. Sometimes we read books, but sometimes we read comics or uh, 
script or whatever. It's just a reading club. And, That's awesome. You know, it's a fun thing to do. But yeah, so we're, you know, we're open to everyone. It's been an amazing experience so far, and we're just looking, looking forward to growing it. You did mention this earlier, just so people do know, if you do go to LegionM.com, you can actually sign up and join into Legion M without actually being an investor if you want to be part of the team. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Mark. Thank you for pointing that out. They can go. They can they can grow with you guys. They can see what's going on. Then if it piques their interest, they can take that next step. But that's up to them. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, one of the things that, you know, getting to the whole aspect of people understanding what they're investing in and what what is it all about a lot of times these types of opportunities you have to sort of invest to find out what's going on in our case you can join for free and come along for the ride we don't make a differentiation at sundance between who there has invested and who hasn't i mean to us anyone that's joining our movement is part of our community a valuable part of our community if you decide later to invest then you own a piece of it and you'll benefit from that piece if we're successful that's at your option and uh yeah so i'm, I'm glad you pointed that out thank you my, my pleasure i, I want to make sure that people know what you guys are all about because i i'm amazed really i i can't say anything other than than what you guys have taken what you guys are doing what you got where you guys are going especially with the vr and the films obviously tv you, get, you guys got everything covered you guys don't have your eggs in one basket paul once again i yeah. want to thank you so much for We're the time I want to thank you so much for your time of, of talking to us today, talking to us about Legion M, telling us where you guys came from, where you guys are going. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, we're back. And that'll conclude this edition of the audio interview series of GeneBookNerd.com. I want to thank Paul Scanlon again for sitting down, taking the time to talk with us, and being the CEO of a production company and by no means can be uh, a walk in the park. Um, LegionM.com is the website to go to. Check out all the information. You can sign up for free and become a member of Legion. You can check into the process of becoming an investor, which I checked it out myself. It's extremely easy. Just follow the links on the website. And with that being said, if you do choose to invest in the company, that is on your own accord. GeneBookNerd.com has nothing to do with that. Uh, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that one out there. Also, uh, a couple people to thank. Rob Novicus of Supernova IMC for helping coordinate the meeting between Paul and myself today. And of course, to Jean at GeneBookNerd.com, the book nerd herself. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to get together learn about this uh, opportunity and the company and, and what they're doing. That's going to do it for us. We're going to sign off. So from all of us at GeneBookNerd.com, we want to thank you again for checking out this interview. So take care of yourself, and hey, read a book. Thanks again, and that turns another page for GeneBookNerd.com. Hey, Paul, you want to take us out? Hey, this is Paul Scanlon. I'm co-founder and CEO of Legion M, and you are listening to GeneBookNerd.com.